another chapter in the history of electronic radio communications begins. Coming up on Top Bear 2021. i give you a look back on all my top rated beers of the last year. I managed a whole year of Album of the Month, and my band for January had the perfect name. They're a post-punk rock band from Nottingham, called As December Falls. I'm not going to go into the full details about them now, because we don't really have time. But they were one of my favourite bands of 2020. My album for January was their debut EP. Picking four of these five tracks was incredibly difficult, and I ended up playing the fifth track at the beginning of February. The EP was called, When You Figure Out You're Wrong, Get Back To Me. This was the first track I played off it on January the 8th. It's called Always Set on Letting Go. Thank you. 
dog, you were always set on letting go. Between each song, I'm going to bring you a round of my favourite beers of 2021. This was every beer I rated four and above. Starting in January, my homebrew of Woodford's Tinsel Toes got a four out of five. New Bristol's Big Cinder got a 4.2 out of five. Turning Point Perpetual Dawn got a four out of five. Firebrand Silent Night got a four out of five. And Cassie Noir got a 4 out of 5. That's an amazing beer. It's a pity I can't get that anymore. But they don't seem to make that anymore. Firebrand Beer Balmara Zaka from my 12 Beers of Christmas got a 4 out of 5. As did my homebrew Oaks Romeo. ABK's Edel's Special Beer got a 4 out of 5. So did Peanut Riot from Fierce Beer. And Ace Edge from Buxton. White Hag's Dark Dude Chocolate Orange Dale got a 4.5 out of 5. Cooper's Homebrew Dark Ale got a 4 out of 5. Full Circle's What's in the Bag got a 4 out of 5. Boundary Brewing's Forever Ago got a 4 out of 5. Tiny Rebels' What's Cooler Than Being Cool got a 4.3 out of 5. Gladafric Brewery's Cracking Cran from their Stupidly Strong Beers got a 4 out of 5. And their Baltic Mutiny from their Stupidly Strong Beers got a 4 out of 5. Brewdog's Barnard Castle Eyesight Test got a 4 out of 5. Yes, I finally got round to trying it in January. And Boone's Oudger's Boone got a 4 out of 5. I cracked one of those open. 71 Brewing from Scotland there, sat by the ocean, got a 4 out of 5. And then I've got the remainder of the stupidly strong beers from Glenafric. The Big Yin got a 4.2 out of 5. The Kingsway Stout got a 4.5 out of 5. And the Double Exposure got a 4 out of 5. And finally in January, the Peninsula Prototype got a 4.2 out of 5. Maximum Music Variety. My album of the month of February came from a modern synthwave band from Rutland. I know Rutland very well. I used to pass through Rutland on my way to college. They're a synthwave duo who consists of Teddy Lewis and Alex Rush. The called Centre Excuse. Their debut album Favourite Soul was my album of the month of February. Although they did also appear later in the year when I did my synthwave special. I'll let Alex and Teddy introduce the track for you. Hi, I'm Alex. I'm Teddy. We are Centre Excuse. And you're listening to The Beer Show on Wirral Wave. This is our song, Killing Me. Listen 
And the price they're offering me is so sweet But the way they like a greatness makes me want to cry But you can make your body stars Everybody pledge your guns and take a shot at any one of us Moving on to February, there weren't that many. The first two were my homebrews. My Tinsel Toes homebrew, which is the Christmas beer from Woodford's, and the Young's American Mocha Porter, both getting a 4 out of 5. There was nothing rated higher than 4 out of 5 in February. So the remaining beers were Pomona Islands, It's Never Been Like That, Black's Mosaic, Galway Bay Buried at Sea, White Hag Atlantean, oh that was really nice, I like anything from White Hag, Magic Rock, Things You Can't Unsee. I'd had that a long time. I brought that back on the train when I visited the brewery back in 2017. Another one from the White Hag. Dark Druid Salted Caramel Stout. And a bottle of My Oaks from Ale, which I believe is Jung's homebrew. We bring you all kinds of music, because that's the way you like it. We're all way. My album of the month of March came from a modern progressive rock band from the UK, who you heard just last week. I played one of their songs on my Christmas show on Christmas Day. They're called Cats in Space. Their album Atlantis was my album of the month for March. This song is I Fell Out of Love with Rock and Roll. That's never a good thing to do, is it? Heading nowhere 
From March, these do go in order now. So, Ildja, Hops of Hazard, came in at 4.5 out of 5. Wild Beer Company's Eagle Hunter got a 4.3. Ildja's El Patron got a 4.3. 
Bull House Brewing's Frank the Tank got 4.2 out of 5. Whiplash. I'm really enjoying this brewery from Ireland, from uh, from Belfast, I believe. The Disco Mystic got a 4.2 out of 5. O'Hara's Irish Red got a 4 out of 5. Kiddegar's Big Bunny got a 4 out of 5. O'Brother Rainmaker got a 4 out of 5. Ultra's Peewee the Pineapple Vison got a 4 out of 5. Five Points Duper got a 4 out of 5. Barrier Brewing Hopper Valley. I'd had this one a long time. This is another one I'd been aging. That got a 4 out of 5. Black Isles APA and Amber both got a 4 out of 5. First Chup USA got a 4 out of 5. There was two from Ultra, the Espreaker and the Freshies. Brewdog's Bird Brain Barracuda got a 4 out of 5. That was really nice. That was a strong one. Slopian Marches. Again, I'd had that one a long time. I got that when I went to the brewery in... I believe it was 2018. And two of my homebrews. The Woodford Sinsel Toes and the Young's Oaks from Ale. Both got a 4 out of 5. Whirl Wave Web Radio April's album of the month was something special for me. It was from a band I'd recently discovered who I'm a massive, massive fan of now. They're a blues rock duo from Brightling Sea in Essex called When Rivers Meet. They're a husband and wife duo, Grace and Aaron Bond, and this is the first of two appearances they have on this chart. And I can reveal to you now that I have an interview with Grace and Aaron in a week's time on Saturday the 8th of January, which will go out in March when their latest album, Saving Grace, will be my album of the month. April's album of the month is When Rivers Meet debut EP, The Uprising EP. This is the first track I brought you from them. It's called Like What You See. Yeah. 
Moving on to April. In April, I had a box of beer from Sirencraft, so there's going to be a lot of Sirencraft in here, I think. Sirencraft's Tickle Monster. This is a really nice, really big, really strong IPA. I think it was about 11%. No, I think it was 13%, actually. I gave that 4.5 out of 5. Obra the Brewing from Ireland. They're ominous. Got a very ominous 4.5 out of 5. Robinson's Old Tom got a very respectable 4.5 out of 5. Ultra Brewing's The H-Team got a 4.3 out of 5. Siren's Death by Caribbean Chocolate Cake 2020 got a 4.2 out of 5. And then the 4 out of 5s were Beer Nouveau's Black Planet, Bralvar Deer Beer Chocolate Factory, Ultra's Peewee the Pineapple Vison, Siren Be Even More Pacific, Siren Nitro Caribbean Chocolate Cake 2020, Siren Caribbean Pancake Stack 2020, and Siren Barrel Age Caribbean Chocolate Cake 2020. We bring you all kinds of music, because that's the way you like it. We're all way. My album of the month from May came from a really good, really quirky Scottish singer-songwriter called Siobhan Miller. I'd just heard her music just a few weeks before. I think I just discovered her in April. I think I discovered her through Spotify, through my Spotify new artist list each week. And I listened to her latest album, All Is Not Forgotten, that was released in 2020. I really enjoyed it. I hope you did too. This was one of the funniest tracks on the album. It's called Cholesterol. I've been taking advice on the right things to eat since shortly before I was born. Free the national drag milk to the coddle of a royal To gee up the starches, the sugars, potatoes and breed Now they've done a U-turn, tell us breed and potatoes Well give us the fibre we need I've made up my mind that these menus designed By the experts just aren't for me No trained dietitian or general practitioner Dictates what I'll have for my tea Thinly spread on Maybe healthier than a meat pie But who wants to grow old Eating St. Ivo gold I would rather taste butter and die Cholesterol, cholesterol Oh, my chance of survival is small Well, I'll no get a dozer Anorexia nervosa Cause I love my The Get Herted Glasgow campaign Well I just said what's that And the doc had his needle Sucking blood out my honeyest vein Two weeks later they measured my height and my weight They took my blood pressure and dog A computer said mate To survive at your weight You would need to be seven foot tall I'm no gonna take suggestions they make about changing the foods that I eat all this cutting out cheese need chips if you please need chocolate need ice cream they meat they tell you to give up these goodies below and they promise you pie in the sky well semi skim milk may diminish my bulk but I'll take double cream till I die cholesterol 
it's alright for you the smoke for a day and you spend every night in the bar you can tell the health visitor you'll cut it down she'll say what a fine fellow you are but when i tell her i'd never smoked in my life and that i was teetotal she just says get away you've nothing to do you've the vices that you could cut out i don't mind them probing in my hemoglobin if it's just for a case history but i piss the health visitor into it is that her duty to try and save me she says fresh fruit and yogurts lovely dessert why don't you give it a try We start May with some unconventional tactics from Verdant. That was really nice. I really enjoyed that. That came in at four and a half out of five. I had some beers from Australia, from Melbourne. First one of those to feature on this list is Kaiju Metamorphosis, coming in at 4.3 out of five. Wild beer company Eagle Hunter got a 4.3 out of five. Hotback Summer Lightning got a 4.1 out of five. That came out of my camera 50th anniversary box, as did the next one. Harvey's Sussex Best, that got a four out of five. And so did everything else from now on. Cooper's Homebrew Dark Ale. Brelvar Ale Brelvar. Rowing Jack. This is really nice. I've had this at the Ale Brelvar bar in Vratswav. More beer company Stout. And yes, I've had that at the brewery as well. A new Polish brewery on me. Brelvar Grosje Shevo. The Comtor got a 4 out of 5. We've got another couple of the Melbourne ones now. Three Ravens Juicy IPA. And Moondog's Cake Hole. I've got a pack of Brewdog Quenchquake. I really enjoyed that. It's a, supposed to be a sour beer but it doesn't actually taste all that sour to me. And funny story, last time I was at Barcelona Beer Festival, I got talking to the bar manager at the Brewdog Bar. He's the international manager for Brewdog. He's on my Facebook friends list now. And because I gave one of the Brewdog beers such a good review, it might have been the Quake actually, he said to me, for the remainder of the day, any beers you want from this bar are on me. There are two more 4 out of 5 rated beers in May. De Molen's Zon and Z. That's a great Dutch brewery, I like De Molen been out there to their tap room. It's a windmill, which is what the molen means. It means the mill. And Tempest from Scotland, their chai cutter. That was interesting. It was a chai tea flavoured stout. Yeah, that was really interesting. I like that one. We're on wave. Now, here comes the music. In the first half of 2021, I discovered an American rock band. Again, another prog rock band. These prog rock bands seem to be making a comeback, don't they? But these guys have been going... Longer than I have, they formed in 1974, although I'd never heard of them till 2021. With the great funny story behind the origin of their name that's too long to go into now, they're called Firefall. Off their album comic, this is the opening track. You'd actually think this was a song from the 1970s. It's called Way Back When.
Saw my first five out of five beer coming out of Sorencraft Brewing's Grateful Eight Eighth Anniversary Pack. It was their maiden Imperial Stout 2020 blend. Two more beers out of that pack got four and a half out of five: the Hardpour Broken Dream and the Grateful Eight Eighth Anniversary Double IPA. We're back at Boundary Brewing in Ireland. They're more of a phenomenon, really was a phenomenon, coming in at 4.2. And Tooth and Claws One Eye got a 4.2. I had the first of my beer festivals in June, and there's a few Polish ones coming up in a minute. Also in Dune is Beer Day Britain, and I rated my Welsh contingent a 4 out of 5. That was the Glamorgan Brewery's Welsh Pale Ale. Into some of the Polish beers now. Everything from now on is 4 out of 5. So uh, Podgorsz, the Sheep Brewery, the Burgunder Wawka, Brawa Jan Albracht, their Perdekowe Fock, and the Brawa Zakadelwe's Szyzny Woodneck, Heavy Load. That's one of my favourite Polish beers, and I think I've got one bottle of that left. I had another bottle of my Young's homebrew mocha porter. That's really nice. I've got another one to brew up sometime. So the remainder of my 4 out of 5 rated beers for June were Bristol Beer Factory, Espresso Martini, Brewdog, Mail Order Martian. I picked that up from a Brewdog bar somewhere a few years ago. I can't remember which one. I think it might have been Manchester. Siren Brewery's Midnight Maverick. That came in a Beer 52 box. That wasn't out of my Siren order. But the next two were the Pastel Pills and the Squiggle. Hellers from Burrow was really nice, I enjoyed that one. And Northern Monk Brewing Company's Northern Star Chocolate Caramel Biscuit. I liked the original version, I wasn't sure if I would like this one, but I did. I got a pack of collaboration beer from Cloudwater quite strong, I had one of them. I've still got the other three to review. Can't remember who the collab brewery was, but the beer was called one way or another. Gypsy Hills Metro, 2018 edition, so you can tell how long I'd had that. There was one more beer from the Sorencraft box. The Bones of a Sailor Imperial Stout. Really enjoyed that. My last 4 out of 5 rated beer for June was my homebrew mocha porter. Whirl Wave Web Radio. July was an interesting time for Whirl Wave Radio. While I was still sat here in my isolation on Anglesey, Paul and the team were moving the studio to new premises. Yes, after two and a bit years, Whirl Wave Radio left the West Kirby Arts Centre and moved to its new home at Make on Hamilton Square in Birkenhead. Because of the move and the planning for the move and everything else, Paul asked me to select the station-wide album of the month, and he was very happy with the result. I picked it to be the same of my album of the month for July, an album from an autistic singer-songwriter from the USA, called Zoli Morrow. I've known Zoli for some time, she's friends with Claire Means. July's album of the month was Zoli Morrow and the Strange Kind, The Great Social Experiment. The track I've picked for you I believe was the first song I played you by Zoli Borrow of the Strange Card back in 2020. It's called I Am The Wind.
Starting my beers for July, I had a 5 out of 5 rated beer. Virginia Beer Company's Double Freeverse. I'd really enjoyed the regular version of this when it came out of my beer advent calendar for 2020. So I was really looking forward to this one. It was one I bought in a beer order. As was the next one. German Brewery Brewerwo and their Blurry Vision. Oh god, the can to this really did your head in, seriously. Gave that a 4.2 out of 5. Buxton Brewery's Nargill Stout also got a 4.2 out of 5. I enjoyed that one, that was really nice. And then everything else got a 4. Avon's Brewery Kavik, Steenbrugger Blonde. My last bottle of Ninkasi Noir. I had two. Magic Rock Brewery's Dancing Beer. This was really nice. I had this over the summer. It was a German style lager and I had it, well, in July. Obviously because we're in July, but it was really, really hot and I had this and it was really, really nice. We talked about this just a few weeks ago. Gladiesness from the brewery I cannot pronounce, which roughly translates as the Fountain of Life. Nope, Fountain of Youth, which was a white IPA. That was an interesting one. White IPAs are really interesting things. I had a last-minute beer from the Moore Beer Company. Oh, that's a good one. I like Moore. Visited the brewery at Moore in Bristol. I went out the other year for their 10th anniversary. The next couple come for my trip around Europe for International Beer Day. Boyne Brew House in Ireland, their American Pale Ale. And Horizont Brewing's Gentle Bastard. I gave a 4 out of 5. I really enjoyed that. Next up, a beer I'd been looking forward to for some time that I'd heard about and I wanted to try. And I got in my box from Beer 52. Brew York's Rhubarb Streisand. Another 4 out of 5 was my last bottle of Where is Seb from Monier Brewing Company. And I say my last bottle because this was a limited edition brew with North Brewing Company in Leeds. Monio are from Budapest. Great brewery in Budapest. I picked this up at the Monio Tap House when I was out in Budapest a couple of years ago. Didn't realise it was a limited edition collaboration until I got it home. Another European brewery. Dougie's. Their 15th anniversary sour. Oh, that was nice. It was a blend of 15 different fruits. I'm not going to go through them now. Go listen to my International Beer Day show. Next up, a beer from Manchester that I got in my Flavourly box. First shots, Mittelfruh Vienna Lager. Another lager. That was really nice. And then two more beers. My last two four-rated beers for July. Both out of Beer 52 boxes. Paradise from Scotland. Their Hazy Pale. And the White Hag from Ireland. From Sligo. Their Phantom Morrigan. We're on wave. Enough chatter. Music starts now. August was a big month. For me, it was my beer festivals month. I also had a lot of good beers this month. But August is also International Blues Month. And here we see the second appearance of blues rock duo When Rivers Meet. We're We're When Rivers Rivers Meet and you're listening to The Beer Show on Wirral Wave Radio. With Ian Lamond. The debut album We Fly Free launched in 2021. And I'll let Grace and Aaron introduce the song from it. We're When Rivers Meet, and this is Battleground.
August came around. We're getting towards the end of the year now. And some really good beers. I had Boulevard's Tag 7. Ah, oh, this is an amazing beer. Every time I drink it, this thing was really, really, really old. I'd had this a few years. I picked this up at... Um, oh, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Uh, the Botanist in Chester. And even though it was a few years past its sell-by date, it's a strong beer, Boulevard Tank 7. Uh, what is it? Is it about 8%? Yeah, it's 8.5%. Really nice beer, it hadn't lost anything, it's still one of my favourites. I gave that a 5 out of 5. Also in August, it was time for my beer festivals. So I had several beers for my beer festivals. Barrier Brewing from Oceanside, New York. Cronk. That was really nice. Again, another one I'd had for some time. I believe that had a used by in 2018, but that was still well on form. I gave that a four and a half out of five. As I did Amundsen's Illusions of Funk, which came out of one of my Beer 52 Cyberfest boxes. And Electric Beer's Mocha Chocolate Yaya. Ah, oh, that's an amazing beer. Apparently they don't make it anymore, but I picked that up when I was at the tap room back in 2016. Fortunately, I've got one can left in my cupboards at home. That got four and a half out of five. 
And then I had my last bottle of Einstock's Icelandic Toasted Porter. Oh, I really love this stuff. I used to pick it up from a bar in Liverpool, so as I don't go out anymore, I don't know where to get it from. I gave that 4.3 out of 5. My Evil Dog Double IPA Homebrew. This is probably one of the favourite things I've brewed as a homebrew. I'll give that a 4.2 out of 5. And a really collaboration between Thornbridge and North Bruco in Leeds. Northbridge. That was a 7% double IPA. That was really nice, really big, really fruity, really juicy. I gave that a 4.2 out of 5. And then I had the beer that caused me a point of contention, but actually caused me to get some more of the beers we'll be talking about later on. When I got one of my Beer 50 Cyberfest boxes, I was missing one beer. And it wasn't just one beer, it was the most expensive beer in the box. Pants Optional from Lerving in Norway. So I phoned Beer 52, complained that I hadn't got this beer, they gave me my money back, and then went on the website and bought it again. Along with a load of other beers, because I had to do a beer order obviously to get a delivery. So I got a load of other decent beers as well. And then my last 4.2 rated beer was something I picked up, oh god I can't remember where I picked this up now, but it's from a brewery that's now gone. Stone Brewery Berlin, the notorious POG. POG stands for passion fruit, orange and guava. It was a tropical vice beer, fruited sour. Yeah, that was really nice. And then two beers I brought back from my trip to Belgium. We share a cade of thirst beers back in 2016. Brewery de Dollar. This was a great brewery. We went to the brewery and I picked these two beers up there. Arabia and Orbeer. Two really nice beers. I've still got some bottles of these at home. I, uh, I must have brought back about six bottles of each. I think I've still got three or four bottles of these left. Maybe two or three. They got a four. As did Colesberg Elephant, which I picked up at the airport in, in Copenhagen. Coming back from Mikula Beer Celebration Copenhagen a few years ago. Everything else now is a four. So the Trap Triple... Fuller's 1845, Durham Temptation, oh that was really nice, that was so close to being a 4.1 or 4.2. I'd love to try and get my hands on that again, that was out of the camera 50th anniversary box. As was this next one, the Harvey's Imperial Double Extra Stout, again really nice, and the Shepherd Neem 1698, and the Hogs Back, Aromas Over Tongham, and the Greatery's JPR's Pale Ale. And is there anything else on that list that came out of the camera box? Yes, the New Barnes Oat Lager. There we go, that's got those out of the way. I had my last bottle of the Nergnair Porter. Really nice stuff, loved Nergnair. Used to get it from a shop in Leeds just down from North Bar, but it doesn't seem to be there anymore. Not that I've been to Leeds for a long time, but I can't find it on the map anymore. Really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed the stuff from Nergnair. Which, I, if memory serves, means Wild Coast, or Rugged Coast, or something like that. Basically, it's got something to do with the coastline of Norway. Oedipus Tai Tai, you've just heard this just a few weeks ago. This came out of the... Oh, which one was this? Um, Netherlands, this came out of my Netherlands box. Interesting, weird. It was a Thai spiced Belgian style triple from the Netherlands. Oh, we did this new batch of homebrew this year called Innkeeper's Daughter from Cooper's Homebrew in Australia. It's a sparkling ale and it comes out really, really well. I always enjoy that one when I have that. That gets a four. Madonna of Sorry from Sorry Brewing Company in Estonia. Fast becoming one of my favourite breweries, this one. We're going back to the uh, the August Bank Holiday Beer Festival for these next few. The Madonna of Sorry. Heathen Brewery's Helmet. I brought this back from Budapest. I did a beer cruise in Budapest a couple of years ago when I was last there. 
hour and a half cruise and I think it was six beers. And at the end you got to take home one bottle of something you'd had. This helmet from Heden was probably my favourite out of all of them. It was a it was a Hefeweizen. Yeah, very banana very clovey. I was hard more than that, didn't I? Because I had seven beers from Heden, all on the river cruise. And there were others as well. 22nd of May 19. That was such a cool thing. I was really looking forward to doing that again. St Andrew's Brewhouse from Norwich. This is a really good brewery in Norwich if you're ever out in Norwich or if you ever see these guys around. Probably not in this area, but if you're ever out Norwich way, look for St Andrew's Brewhouse. If you're ever in Norwich, go to the bar. It's just opposite St Andrew's Halls. This was their Tubeland Porter. Really nice, good, big, chocolatey porter. Really enjoyed it. I got four out of five. And then a piece of nostalgia. One of my last beers from Offbeat Brewery. Ah, I'm so sad Offbeat Brewery closed down a couple of years ago. Really good brewery out at Crewe. There's another really good brewery taking it over. I never actually got out to it to give it a go, but I hear it's really good. I told you about it back at the time. I had a bottle of their Stripey Star, which was their American beer. I assume the one they brewed for 4th of July. Then a beer I picked up in Copenhagen at Mikula Beer Festival at MBCC at Mikula Beer Celebration Copenhagen. If you were wondering what that meant when I said it earlier. And it was a beer I got for free. It was a beer brewed for the Mikula Running Club, the Beer Mile. And there is a branch of the Mikula Running Club in Liverpool. Yeah, I got this for free. I was just talking to the guys on the stand. And I said to them, how much is a bottle of your Beer Mile beer then? And they said, you can take that one if you want. Here's another beer that had been sat in my cupboards for a long time. Northern Monk Brewery at Leeds. Ah, oh, brilliant brewery from Leeds. Another brilliant brewery from Leeds. I like to move it, move it. 2018 edition. It actually tagged it on untapped as the 2018 not Swedish edition. Which is just even more confusing because I don't know the context behind that. But that was really nice. I did a series of beer reviews this year that didn't hit the shows. I've been stacking something up for a side project. Boxes of beers from specific breweries. And as I've been getting beers from specific breweries and reviewing those. But obviously with all my subscription boxes there isn't space to put that into a main show. So I've been looking at maybe, maybe, maybe. I haven't talked to Paul about this yet. But maybe doing that as a web only side product. Or maybe as a way of raising funds for the station. A subscription based side product. We'll see what happens with that. But yeah. This was the first box of beer I got a year ago. Well, more than a year ago. From Ulger in the Netherlands. Because I wanted to get it before Brexit. It arrived mid-November 2020. I've been drinking the beers out of it ever since. There's still some left. This was the uh, one that was the most most of. It was Ulger's Peewee the Pineapple Weizen. Yeah, that was nice. I like that. So remember, all of these are 4 out of 5 if I'm not saying the rating. Another one I brought back from Budapest. Another brewery whose tap room I visited and I bought this at the bar. Monio Brewing Company's The Bounty Hunter Killed My Baby Coconut. Ah, oh, this was really nice. A limited edition collaboration, so you can't get this again, but a really nice... As you can guess from The Bounty Hunter Killed My Baby Coconut, this was a chocolate coconut beer. Really, really nice. I also renewed one in last year's Summer Beer Festival because I brought two back with me. The New Barns Oat Lager, I think we've already mentioned... Another beer out on my Beer 52 Cyberfest box, this time from Manchester, from Pomona Island. The Factorum. This was a nice, juicy pale ale. Yeah, like that. Enjoyed that one. And then we come to the beer that's a point of contention between me and my dad. 
we brewed this thing, I really like it, he's not sure on it. So basically I've been left to drink it. Young's Oak Rum Ale, or Rita Aura as I've called it, O-R-A, Aura. So, Rita Aura. This thing actually has oak chips in it, it has bits of wood in it. And, and they come out in the bottles and in the glass, so. Could be a little bit careful when drinking it, because it does actually contain splinters. New York's the next destination. Evil Twitter saying, I hope this pale finds you well. Again, this was from my leftovers box I reviewed a couple of weeks ago. And then one I haven't officially reviewed on the show yet. I got this in a pack of beer from Tesco. I just did a big beer order from Tesco. We're returning to Salt Air, to the Salt Beer Factory. They're Alpaca. This is a really nice beer. If you can get hold of this, it's available at Tesco in four packs. Get hold of this, you can give this a go, but I'd recommend it. That gets a four out of five. Another Ultra, the Esprica, or Icebreaker. That's a really nice one. And finally, one I wasn't entirely sure of when I saw the name. I wasn't entirely sure of when I cracked the bottle. I went into this thinking it sounded really, really weird. And it does sound really, really weird. It's from Vault City Brewing in Edinburgh. It is a coffee and bramble sour. Yep, you heard me. Coffee and bramble sour. So like coffee and blackberry, basically. But in the end, it turned out to be really nice. And I gave it a four out of five. Listen to Wirral Way. They can't touch you for it. Wirral Way, 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 way. My blues theme carried over into September. Because by the time I'd realised when Rivers Meat were putting out We Fly Free, I'd already chosen an album for International Blues Month. So I moved it to September for September's album of the month. This was an artist I was introduced to on a Twitch raid. For those unfamiliar with the streaming platform Twitch, a broadcaster can take themselves and everyone they're watching at the end of their broadcast into someone else's broadcast. And I was watching Claire Mean's Twitch stream and she took us into this broadcast of an Australian blues guitarist called Nathan Cavalieri. The guy's got a really interesting backstory. I suggest you go back and listen to my shows from September to find out about him. Of his album Demons, this is the really quirky 29 Gold Stars. We're on wave. Enough chatter. Music starts now. I felt the ice on the sheets too late. The saliva on my skin sealed my face. Frozen in sweat like the first day of school. 29 gold stars face down in the mud. Sitting in the naughty corner, sucker mine.
September was my birthday month and I did a load of beer reviews on my birthday and I had a can of Brewdog's Zubblepunk 8.2% really enjoyed this this was a year old as well and got this for my birthday 2020 gave that 4.3 out of 5 and I had a beer out of my Elger box my final can of El Patron the 8.2% double IPA really nice really enjoyed this beer I gave that 4.3 out of 5 I did another themed brewery box in September Starting on the 15th of September with a beer I'd forgotten to review on my birthday that I'd bought for my birthday. But I didn't actually open this box of beer till the day after my birthday, till the 9th of September. It was my first order from a new beer delivery company I've been using called Beer Merchants in London. And I've had quite a few boxes off them in the last few months. The brewery was one we've talked about previously. They're from Estonia. They were actually mentioned earlier in this show. They're called Pahala. And I had the birthday banger. A 12.5% Imperial Stout. Oh, this thing was absolutely amazing. Really liked it, really enjoyed it. I gave it a 5 out of 5. Also in that pack was a beer called Mustkuld. It was a porter, which makes sense when I tell you that the translation of the name is Black Gold. 7.8% and it really was Black Gold. Oh, this thing was amazing. I really, really, really enjoyed it. That got a 5 out of 5. Another beer from Pahala. The Moonraker 4, Eldorado and Citra, Hazy New England IPA. Ah, oh, you know I like my haze bombs and my juice bombs. Well, this was both. 6.7%, absolutely amazing beer. I gave it a 4.2 out of 5. And another 4.2 out of 5 was my Evil Dog Homebrew. This was my 7.6% double IPA. This is really nice. I really enjoy the Evil Dog. I've got a few bottles left, but I've got another pack to rebrew it. Probably one of my favourite things I've homebrewed that. And now we move on to the 4 out of 5 rated beers. So at the end of September I bought another box of beer from Beer Merchants for Oktoberfest because technically Oktoberfest runs from the 15th of September to the 15th of October. And the Paulaner Hefeweiss beer Dunkel. This is a really good German dark wheat beer known as Dunkelweizen. Ah, oh, I really enjoyed that. It's only 5.3%. Only 5.3%. Which seems a bit low ABV for a German beer but there we go. Oh, that was really nice. I had a couple of my homebrews, the Cooper's Dark Ale, really enjoying this Cooper's Dark Ale, it's a really nice beer, and the Cooper's Innkeeper's Daughter, and another bottle of my Oaksram Ale, I have one of these every week just about, yet yeah, every week I ticked it in four times in September, I had another can of my Northern Monk Northern Star Chocolate Caramel Biscuit, Cloudwater Brewing Company from Manchester, Embracing Otherness, can't quite remember where that came from. That was nice, 6% Hazy New England IPA. There was another out of my Oktoberfest box, the Spaten Oktoberfest beer. 5.9%, really enjoyed that one. And then a few more from Pahala. Five more from Pahala, in fact. The Vermalized American IPA, 6.5%. I've still got a bottle of this, they sent me two. Actually, they sent me a bottle and a can, and this was the can, I've still got the bottle. This was really nice, nice, sweet, juicy American IPA. 
Really enjoyed that one. One that didn't come out of my box. As I've probably recounted to you previously, I, f I first encountered Pahala on my first trip abroad to a beer festival when I went out to Warsaw Beer Festival in 2016 for my 40th birthday. And I brought back a bottle of their Mets, a 7% black IPA, and it's just been sat in my cupboard ever since. Well, it's actually been sat on my shelf in my kitchen ever since. So I decided when I was having this Pahala beer and when I was doing this Pahala box for my Pahala themed show, I thought, ooh, I'll pull that bottle of Pahala I brought back from Poland. Yeah, really enjoyed that. Another one I'm going to have to run through the translator. This was their Oftu, which translates as evening, as opposed to the Ur, which translates as night. But yeah, that was really nice. And to finish, I had their Helga, a 5% gluten-free IPA. It came as part of the pack. Gluten-free beers are quite interesting. But I really enjoyed this one, and I gave it a 4 out of 5. Maximum Music Variety. We're away. My album of the month for October was Sidewalk Astronomy, the latest release from American singer-songwriter Claire Means. Although technically released back in 2018, it's still a really strong album from an upcoming indie artist, and I wanted to get it out there. The song I've chosen from it is the semi-autobiographical Fiery One. Maybe I've never loved, it could be true But I swear to God that I cared about you Maybe I don't know just what love is You are for your hand and I give you my fist I'm a fiery one, yes it's true But I'm not that devil in your church pew I'm a fiery one, I know it's true But I'm not that devil dancing with you And you speak of me like I'm the wicked witch Like making love is just some scratch to itch I should be ashamed of my lustful soul My desires burning out of control him dance all his moves he learned from you you gotta take a look deep inside and see all the demons in you that hide I wear mine right on my sleeve so they don't get the best Don't dare. 
all the hurt you feel you won't be able to hide I'm scared of the day, the day you snap Terrified of the day, your lovely mask cracks I'm a fiery one, I know it's true But I'm not that devil in your church My Pahala beers continued over into October and I had a very interesting one. It was from their Cellar series, which is their really, really strong beers. And it was a collaboration with someone we've already talked about on this show, Tempest Bruco from Scotland. This was Glen Noble, a 13.2% wee heavy, strong Scotch ale. Oh, this was really nice, really, really nice. There's a few more from the Cellar series to come, but this was the only one that got a 5 out of 5 rating. I also had the Cocoa Banger, which I'm fairly sure didn't come in my beer merchant's order. I think this came out of one of my beer 52 Cyberfest boxes. Again, really nice Imperial Coffee Stout. 12.5%. A variation on the Winter Banger. Oh, I think the Winter Banger was a variation on this one. 12.5% Chocolate Coffee Stout. Gave that a 4.5 out of 5. I mentioned this a few minutes ago at the end of last month. Pahala's Ur, or more to the point, the Ur XO. 11.5% Baltic Porter. That was really nice. I gave that 4.2 out of 5. And the Winter Banger. A 12.5% Imperial Stout. Really enjoyed that. I gave that a 4 out of 5. And an interesting one. Another one from the Cellar series. The Belle Boule. An 8% Fruited Goza. Yeah, that was nice. I gave that a 4 out of 5. I did my Warsaw Replacement Beer Festival. Pick up a load of my Polish beers. And I had Pivo Vulvavina. Kwavko i Mlekosh, which translates as coffee and milk. And as you can guess, it was a sweet milk stout. I'd had it once before at Warsaw in 2017. Really nice stout from Vavavina. I gave that a 4.5 out of 5. I also had a beer from Lagos. Their stout, which is a dry Irish stout, this is another Polish brewery. And I gave that a 4 out of 5 as well. Which is very unusual for a dry Irish stout, because I'm not usually that keen on them. I got a box of beer from Trappist Breweries. And the first one I had out of that was Bostille's Triple Carmelet. Ah, oh, that thing was amazing. I gave that a four and a half out of five. I'd suggest trying that if you get if you can get hold of it. Yeah, really nice. I've still got a few left. I don't think I've got a triple carmelet left, but I've still got a few of the others left. I've definitely got some of these left. Abbey de Nostra Arm St. Remy. Trappist Rochefort. They're eight degrees. Nine point two percent. Yeah, really nice, really good Belgian beer. Gave that 4.2 out of 5. Back to Oktoberfest for the next two. The Paulaner Erdunkel, which translates as Primal Dark. 5% Dunkel style dark lager. Really, really nice. I actually had the other bottle of this last night as part of my New Year's Eve celebration, so this will come up again later in the show. I gave it a 4.2 out of 5. Really nice, really enjoyed that one. And the Paulaner Oktoberfest beer. 
I've still got a can of this left as well because I ordered more of this because I really enjoyed this one. I gave that a 4.2 out of 5. Over the course of October, I had five bottles of my Evil Dog Homebrew. And as I said earlier, I really enjoyed this one. Gave it a 4.2 out of 5. A beer I got in a Tesco order. Life and Death from Vocation Brewery at Hebden Bridge. This is a really nice, really good beer. If you haven't tried this, give it a go. It's a nice, juicy, fruity American IPA. Gave that a 4.2 out of 5. More of the Polish beers. The Bravar Stumustov R27 Double Dry Hops Double IPA. 9.5%. I, I very rarely go wrong with Bravar Stumustov. I spoke about one of their beers just a couple of weeks back. This I'm fairly sure I brought back from the brewery on one of my trips to Poland. I had two bottles of this I think. So I think there's one next so this will probably get reviewed next year as well. That got a 4.2 out of 5. Next up was a Belgian style quad from a Polish brewery. One we've talked about a little. Bravard Jan Albracht. Cord. The 12% Imperial Belgian quadruple. But this was the Jack Daniels Whiskey Barrel Age Edition. Oh man, this thing was really nice. I gave that a 4.1 out of 5. Everything from now on is 4. So back to the Belgians now. From a Polish brewed Belgian quad to a Belgian brewed Belgian double. One of the definitive Belgian beers. Westmarler Trappist Brewery. The double. 7%. Really nice dark brown beer. Good sweetness on it. Try this if you can. I'm fairly sure I've got another bottle of this somewhere. I think I got it from Tesco. I've got one from Tesco and one in my Belgian beer order from Beer Merchants. Brewerie de Havre Man from Utrecht. I almost visited this brewery on my trip to Utrecht in 2015, but it was closed. De Havre Man doesn't mean the half man, it means the half moon. This was their Bruges Zot. It's one of the definitive Cool Range beers, it's a Belgian Blondale. It means the Bruges Fool, and it's got a picture of a jester on the front of it. That was really nice. Three of my homebrews, the Cooper's Dark Ale, the Cooper's Innkeeper's Daughter, and the Bulldog Brews Bad Cat Imperial Red Ale. Ah, oh, delicious stuff. If you want to have a go at making a nice strong beer, get Bulldog Brews Bad Cat Imperial Red Ale. Ah, oh, it's really nice stuff. Another one I got in a Tesco order, and I've got some more of this now. I've, I like this so much, I bought another four pack of it. Hookerback from Salt Beer Factory in Salt Air. At the end of October, I had family coming to stay. So I bought a pack of beer for me and my dad and my brother-in-law to share. It's from an American brewery called New Belgium. It's called Voodoo Reindeer Hazy IPA. I'd just seen it in a Facebook advert and I thought, you know what, I'll try that. Really nice, really enjoyed it. There's one can left, I need to order some more in the new year. Although New Belgium is an American brewery, it's contract brewed in London by Four Pure. And finally, I can't remember if I've mentioned this one, but... Northern Monk Brewing Company's Northern Star Chocolate Caramel Biscuit Edition. Quite nice. Enjoyed that. I had two cans of that in October. That got a 4 out of 5 as well. You're listening to Wirral Wave. Wirral Wave Web Radio. A year ago, I believe in March of 2020, so 18 months ago, more than, I introduced you to a singer-songwriter from Grantham in Lincolnshire called Holly Humberstone. Her debut EP, Falling Asleep at the Wheel, was my album of the month for October 2020. She did put a new EP out. I was looking at making it my album of the month for October again, but it wasn't out in full till November. So I moved it to November. Holly was tipped as one to watch for 2021, and I suggest you keep an eye out for the name in 2022 as well. I believe this girl is headed for big things. 
And she's just released an interesting collaboration. Listen out for that on Friday's show. The track I've chosen for you off the walls are way too thin is the title track. I heard you talking till the morning Heavy whispers from the next room You say it's never your intention And I'm just in a bad mood There was a possible connection On the table for a second Then she made such a mention Cast in all this tension
In November I continued on with my pack of beer from Belgium and I had Delirium Red from the Delirium Brewery. This is an 8% fruit beer. Really nice, really enjoyed it. I gave it a 4.7 out of 5. Also I had the Trappist Rochefort 10. This was a slightly stronger one. I've actually got a glass for Trappist Rochefort and I've still got another bottle of this as well. Again, I bought this bottle of Belgian beer for when my brother-in-law came, so I had that, so I'd have something different to share with him. And there was about four bottles of each of these beers. I had it twice in November, and I gave it a 4.7 out of 5. Brewdog vs Evil Twin Roaster Coaster Imperial Oatmeal Double IPA from Brewdog USA. Ah, oh, this thing was amazing. I'd bought this. I brought this back when I did the Brewdog ADM box back in 2020. I'd done a reorder of all the beers I liked, and... This was one of the stragglers that was left over. Oh, really nice. If they're still making this, doesn't say it's out of production, but if they're still making this, I definitely recommend trying it if you like your dark beers. Gave that a four and a half out of five. Back onto the Belgians now, and a beer I'd heard of before, but I hadn't actually tried. Another cherry beer. I had this at the same time I had the Delirium cherry beer. Creek, which is a Belgian word for cherry, from Lindemans. And although it was only 3.5%, it was really nice, really fruity, really juicy, really tasty. It got a 4.2 out of 5. As did the 9.2% Trappist Rochefort 8. And the two bottles of my Evil Dog homebrew that I had. My last 4.2 rated beer for November came from Vocation Brewery at Hebden Bridge. We've talked about this brewery a lot just recently. And there's definitely more to come from them in the December section. I've got a treat for you coming up. This is Life and Death, it's their sort of core range IPA, 6.5%, really nice, one of my favourite beers from Vocation, gave it a 4.2 out of 5. Now we're on to the 4s, so everything from now on I rated 4 out of 5. The Trappist Rochefort 6 from Abbey Nostradam St Remy, from the Trappist Rochefort selection, yeah, really nice. Harvey Stoon Beer. Old Indian Oil Engineers Reserve. If you remember, I did this for my St Andrews Day show. That was really nice. Really good Imperial Stout. I had two more of my homebrew dark ale. I quite like it. My dad won't touch it, so I'm left to drink that. And another one of the Innkeeper's Daughter Sparkling Ale. My dad does like that, so I don't get to drink as much of that as I'd like. Another two for my St Andrews Day show. Both from Windswept Brewing. The Wolf, 6% Wee Heavy Scotch Ale. Oh, that was nice. And a bottle of the Typhoon, which was brewed to celebrate the Typhoon Eurofighter at RAF Lossiemouth in 2014. So you could tell how long I'd had that one. I'm fairly sure both the windswept I got as a present off someone. I can't remember who now. And also from the Scotland show, another one I'd had a long time. I don't remember where this came from. This probably came out of one of my early Beer 52 boxes. Probably Cyberfest 1 or 2. Idiot and Guns Blood Red Sky Rum Barrel Age Beer. Oh yeah, that was really nice. I also had another can of Salt's Hookerback IPA. I like this, it's a good juicy fruity IPA. If you haven't tried it, go try it. And another beer from my Scotland selection that came from Scotland via New Zealand. Fierce Beer and the New Zealand Beer Collective. Undefeated Champion. A reference to the particular type of hop they used in it. Oh, that was really nice. This is an international IPA. I doubt this one's still in production because it was a limited edition collaboration, but really nice. 
On the 6th of November, I had a can of my Mittelfru Vienna Lager. Remember me talking about that back during the summer? Well, I still have some of those left in my Flavorly box. So I decided to pull one of those out and just have one without reviewing it. Occasionally, if I've got duplicate beers, I'll just pull something out of the box and have a beer on a Saturday night while I'm watching the telly or something. My final beer for Scotland came from Brewdog. It was their layer cake, pastry stout, 7%. Oh, this is a really nice stout. If you can get your hands on this, it's sort of a marshmallow stout. That's really nice. I really enjoy that one. I had three bottles of my Rita Aura, the Oaks from Ale. Another two cans of the Voodoo Ranger Hazy IPA. Again, I've reviewed this once, so it was just sort of there. So it was just sort of a go-to beer for me to go and grab a can if I felt like something. It's 5.3%. It's really nice. The final beer out of my Belgian box, the Trappist Rochefort Triple Extra. Yeah, 8.1%. Really nice. Really enjoyed that one. I'm going to have to get some more of these Trappist Rochefort beers again. Because I got the Trappist Rochefort glass with this box as well. And finally, a beer from London. From the London Beer Factory. Again, another pack of beer I got. Just a go-to pack of beer. Just as if I fancied something on a night. Rather than having something to review. It's called Jungle Trip. And again, it's a nice... Juicy, fruity, hazy New England IPA. Really enjoyable. Definitely recommend that. I got that from Tesco. Wirral Wave. Now, here comes the music. And that just leads us into December. My album of the month came from an artist I was umming and ahhing about picking a year ago. It's by a singer, songwriter and choir leader from Nottingham. Someone I've known for some time. Her name is Abby Moore. I chose her Christmas EP, Stop the Night to Be Alone, as my album of the month for December. This is the first song on the EP and the title track, It's Not the Night to Be Alone. Thank you. 
But the moon, it is not mine Nor the stars that light the sky And they'll be the view for a million other eyes Spending Christmas Eve alone Spending Christmas Eve Here we go then guys, final section, we are into December. I had two 5 out of 5 beers in December, right before Christmas. Both out of my beer advent calendar, the Lervig Comrade Stout and the, the Demolin Jut and Zala, which translates as sweet and delicious, which it was, it did exactly what it said on the bottle. That was really, really, really nice. A couple of 4.7s, the Delirium Noel, the Christmas beer, a 10% winter ale, and one we haven't talked about yet, because I just reviewed it last night for New Year's Eve. Brasserie Dublison, Bush de Noel. A 12% winter ale. Ah, oh, this was delicious. It was a big sort of light brown colour. Very boozy, very warming. Good winter warmer, that. Yeah, really, really nice. Really nice. 4.7 out of 5. My first 4.5 came on Christmas Day. It came from a brewery I've talked about a lot this year. And a brewery I've talked about a lot this show. Ilja with, fuck, the Christmas tree's on fire. A 10% Imperial Oatmeal Stout. Oh, this thing was really, really nice. Can't remember where I got this from, but it's still a few years left on the best before. 
My next four and a half came in a box of beer I got from Vocation Brewery. So I bought a box from Vocation Brewery. I'll talk to you about it in a minute because I got a very specific pack from Vocation. But I also ordered a couple of the beers off the web shop, including this one. Areiki, an 8% double IPA. Made with New Zealand hops, Areiki is a mountain in New Zealand. Oh, this thing was delicious. Nice, sweet, juicy, fruity. Gave it a four and a half out of five. Now we move on to a pack of beer I haven't talked about. A pack of beer I reviewed over one particular week in December. I just told you I got a pack of beer from Vocation Brewery. This came in a really nice presentation pack with a nice Vocation tumbler glass. This was their festive stout series. They're naughty and nice. Five beers. On the 14th of December, I rated the Black Forest version 4.3 out of 5. Mmm, good Black Forest stout that. A day later, on the 15th of December, I had the Toasted Marshmallow stout, which was also quite nice, and I rated a 4.1 out of 5. Another brewery I had from Vocation was another can of their life and death. I've talked about this a minute ago, really nice, gave it a 4.2 out of 5. And now we're on to my 4 out of 5s, and there's quite a few of these. Starting with the beer out of my rear advent calendar for the 8th of December. Stiegelbrauery from Stasberg. If you remember last year I had a really, really nice brewery from Stiegel out of my beer advent calendar. This was quite nice as well. It was the original Stiegelbock. I got a selection of winter beers in my last order from Beer Merchants, which I've been pairing up with my 12 beers of Christmas box from Firebrand. On the 27th of December I have Anger's Winterbock. Yeah, that's a really nice beer. Really enjoyed that. Two of my homebrews next, the Dark Ale and the Innkeeper's Daughter. Then what I talked to you about last night that you heard me review. The Green King Festive Pudding. Oh, this was really nice. One of my Christmas Day beers. My beer for the 2nd of December out of my beer advent calendar from Saugatuck Brewing Company in the USA. Ghost of Neapolitan White Stout. White Stouts are really weird. I've only had a few. They've been a bit hit or miss with me. But this one I really enjoyed. It was 6% and I gave it a 4 out of 5. Another beer from last night. Another beer I got in my beer merchant's order. Just because I saw it on the website and I thought, I like the name of that. And it was from an American brewery that I wanted to try for a while. Yes, I said American brewery. This was Ninkasi Brewing Company. Not to be mistaken with the Ninkasi Brewery in Lyon, France that I talked about earlier in the show. Which I did actually mix up when I tagged them on Twitter. This was their heart and science. Oh, this was really nice. Another can of Salt Beer Factory's Hookerback. The really, really weird beer out of my beer advent calendar for the 7th of December. Yonder Brewing and Blending's Raspberry Goza. I wasn't sure what to make of this one, seriously. But I gave it a 4 out of 5 anyway, because it was quite nice. You wouldn't necessarily tag it as a beer. The first entry out of my Firebrand 12 Beers of Christmas. For the 26th of December, I had their Coffee Stout. I really enjoyed this last year, I really enjoyed it this year. I might have to actually get an order from them, not at Christmas, and just try some more of their beers. A 5.6% pastry stout from the 5th of December came next. Hamilton Brewery's Sunday Sauce out of my beer advent calendar. I've only had one beer from Hamilton before. It was their Crunch Stout. Really nice. This was just as nice. I had to do it. On Christmas Day, I had a bottle of my Tinsel Toes. My Woodford's Homebrew. My Christmas beer. That had to be done. Despite reviewing four beers on Christmas Day, I still had a bottle of my 4.1% Christmas beer. You remember me talking about this one as well. On the 4th of December, I had Nothing Stops from Mobbly Brew House. Oh, this was nice. 5% American Pale Ale 
Again, nice, fruity, juicy. Really, really, really enjoyed that one. On the 6th of December, I had the Wild Beer Company Pulsar out of my beer advent calendar. 4.7% session IPA. That was really nice. And then, including this box of winter beers I've been talking about, was another beer from Pahala. Their Peel and Bean. An orange and chocolate stout. With a little bit of coffee as well. Oh, that was really, really nice. I really enjoyed that one. 8.5%. Wouldn't be to everyone's taste, but I really enjoyed it. And finally, also on the 30th of December, my firebrand beer out of the door for that day was the Jingle Belmer Christmas Double IPA. 7.5%, nice, big, juicy, fruity IPA. I gave that a 4 out of 5. And that is it. That is December. That is it for my year in beer. So I'm now just going to bring you back to back out with the month tracks to finish off the show. We bring you all kinds of music because that's the way you like it. So we've got As December Falls, Capture. Centre Excuse, Killing Me. This song from Cats in Space I did bring you, but I really like it. It's called Listen to the Radio. Ghost Town from Firefall, which I did play on my show at some point, just not part of Album of the Month, and I think it's a really great song. And Wind Rivers Meet, Breaker of Chains.
But I don't know who to blame 
And that is it for my New Year special. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope you can join me on Friday at 8pm for the first show of 2022. So I hope you had a great New Year's Eve. I hope you enjoyed last night's show. I hope you've enjoyed this show with my roundup of 2021. Have a great week. And I'll see you on Friday at 8pm. <laughs>